0: Welcome to another Tush Talks Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Adam Chalk, and I am here to give my honest opinions on the things we like or dislike from all the goings on in professional wrestling, from shows like WWE Monday Night Raw, Friday Night Smackdown, NXT, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, Impact Wrestling, as well as pay-per-views, premium live events, and some indie shows, as well as talking about the latest news headlines during the rounds. So why not go ahead and hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Yes, hello and welcome to the Raw 30 review. I hope you're all well. I'm going to start by saying I apologise if there's little bits of me coughing all over this podcast. I'm still feeling like rubbish. Don't give me sympathy, but I'll do my best not to uh, to do that. But I will tell you what I thought of Raw 30, or Raw XXX, however you want to call it. I'll tell you what I thought of that, and I thought it was a bloody good show in places. Probably seen one of the greatest segments in Raw's history last night. I would say, if not, it's certainly close, and definitely the best acted. Uh, There's a few things I didn't like, but... So let's get straight into it, shall we? And It sort of started with Hulk Hogan and Jimmy Hart coming out onto the well, it's not a ramp anymore, but out to cut a bit of a promo. Um but Hogan's mic kept cutting off, which is kind of good in my opinion. I don't want to hear him. So I'm gonna say we officially started with the trial of Sami Zayn with the Whole of the bloodline there. Sammy looked terrified. Uh, when the bloodline all are all together, they just ooze so much star power, unlike anything else in wrestling, maybe ever. I know there's been great, uh, great groups in pro wrestling, Four Horsemen and um, NWO and Bullet Club to some extent. The bloodline are right up there. Is some. I think one of the best sacks. Anyway, Roman gets Philadelphia to acknowledge him, hands the mic to Paul Heyman, who gets a massive pop, but then he says uh, ECW is dead and he wishes the same for Sami Zayn. Sami's, Sami's been in cahoots with Kevin Owens since day one. He has four pieces of footage that Sami's guilty has charged, and he shows those four videos, um, all of him sort of running away from the problem, uh, taking the limelight, things like that, it was really good, uh, bits that you, you've you never noticed before, like the shoulder barge on Roman, I didn't notice that the first time it happened, it was the week after, um, John Cena had been there, Sammy, has his chance to speak he says that he had a whole defense planned but he didn't know how he'd feel when he was actually out out here he says after everything all the hugs all the nicknames from paul Heyman, it hurts he says the fans see it all but the fact you put me on trial and go through all this it really hurts he says his defense is that he has none Roman snaps and says, You don't even care now. He says, This is the respect that you show me. He then orders Solo to finish the job, basically. As Solo Sokoa is about to spike Sammy, Jay runs over to him, stops him. Uh, he has his own footage of Sammy helping him. Of all the people, Jay Uso is the one fighting for Sammy saying, <coughs> He's shows him the footage of him helping at war games and pushing Roman out of the way of a chair and all the great bits that Sammy's done for the bloodline. He says he loves Sammy as a brother because he never gave up on Jay, even though Jay Jay hated him. He always saw the good in him. Roman gets up, he says, he finds Sammy Zayn, not guilty for now. He says, thank Jay for giving him extra time and he doesn't want to see him anywhere near them until the Royal Rumble. Not at any shows, not anywhere that they are. And at the Royal Rumble, he will see if Sammy is really with the bloodline. Now, I've not done that justice. I I know that. And I don't think anybody ever could. Because this was absolutely incredible. So emotional. I was watching it. I don't think I've gotten into a promo segment like that ever. Um, You know, all the acting from Roman to... Sammy, obviously, to Paul Heyman to the Osos, even solo, who has really just stood there, but when he was asked to go and spike, Sammy sort of thought about it, and, okay, that's what I'm doing. I honestly thought this was so good, and then, of course, we went from that into this tag team. Um, tag team championship match between Usos and The Judgment Day Uh, Damien Priest and Dominic Mysterio it was for them I'll go through it and I'll talk about it at the end Uh, Priest goes straight after Jimmy at the bell but Jimmy sends Priest to the outside Dom distracts Jimmy for a bit he, he knocks Dom on his ass but Priest comes around and pounces him over the commentary table. Uh, Judgment Day and work over Jimmy as we see Roman and Solo watching on in the back. Jey Uso gets a hot tag, Simone dropped to Dom, hit thrust in the corner and he gets two count out of that. Damian Priest tags in and gets double spine busted. Priest fights back, blasts the Uso with big right hands and splashes in the corner, a broken arrow to Jay, super kick as well, and he does his big flip dive over the outside. Back in the ring, he's a big spin kick, that got a two count. Um, <clears throat> they do a sort of doomsday device, sort of, for a two. Usos, though, come back again, hit double super kicks to both men, Baller then gets caught pulling Jay off the top rope. He gets thrown out. Uh, Jay goes for an Uso splash, but Priest gets his knees up for Jay's. uh, Yeah, into Jay's midsection. Uh, Jimmy, though, does hit the Uso splash, but Priest just kicks out. Uh, Jimmy does a dive to the outside as well, but he at this point injures his knee this is when the referee throws up that dreaded x sign and they got me completely got me because I thought oh no this great match is being thrown out obviously not going to end like this little did I know though Adam Pearce runs out says if he's injured and can't go you have to forfeit the match and forfeit the titles Sammy saying then says that he will step up, let him go and take the place of Jimmy. He says he let Judgment Day do it in the um, gauntlet match, so he will let it fly now. He steps up Sammy. He takes the place of Jimmy. He delivers a huge dive over the top rope, running wild. Back in the ring, Dom nearly wins with a roll-up. I thought he was going to win off that with feet on the ropes. Sammy though, hits him with an exploder suplex. He sets up the haluva kick, but rare Ripley gets on the apron. Damien priest comes in behind the referee's back. he hits a self of heaven. Dom crawls over pins Sammy, but Sammy just kicks out at two well two point nine 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 awesome near four. Jay then gets a blind tag super kicks all round. <clears throat> But again Raya slides in the ring this time gets in the face of Jay Uso. Uh he then gets nailed in the back by Dom. Six one nine from him, followed by the frog splash, but Sammy just gets there in time to break up the pin. Eventually Jay and Sammy fight back and they hit the one D on Dominic and pick up the win. Afterwards, we see Roman tell Paul he he got through tonight, but he doesn't want to see him until the Rumble. This was just so good. So well thought out. Um, Edge of your seat stuff. I thought Sammy was going to lose the belts, especially when Dom rolled him up. Um, But no, he didn't. Just an excellent all-round for this one for me. Again, I got emotionally invested like no other match that I can remember in a long, long time. Loved this so much. I kind of gutted that the um, the Judgment Day didn't get the belts. I think that would have been kind of cool for them. But whatever. I I I'm not even that worried because I'm so invested in this storyline. With the bloodline. Oh, it's just incredible. Then we go backstage. We get JBL and Baron Corbin. Walking through the back. and They bump into the godfather. Uh, Ron Simmons is there as well. There's the old APA door. And behind that was. A big game of poker going on. It's a lot of rubbish really. But the usual, the usual legends. All sat around playing cards then in a surprise i didn't expect him there la knight came out to the ring uh he talks about bray bringing back firefly funhouse and puts two feet on in on him again Just, he calls out a legend for a preview of the pitch black match then we get the dong and the undertaker returns not as the dead man this time, but the American badass instead. He comes out on his bike. LA Knight brings up what Undertaker said on Joe Rogan podcast about the locker room being soft. He says he's not soft, though. Um, but he decides to give him a pass for tonight. He leaves up the ramp. Lights go out, Bray White Music starts, he then comes out behind him forces him back into the ring, back into the clutches of The Undertaker, who throws him to Bray, who hits Sister Abigail, and we have this little bit of a stare-off between The Undertaker and Bray, and Undertaker whispered something. I don't mind this at all, actually, because I think under Vince McMahon, LA Knight would have just been completely buried. It wasn't quite like that on this. He was sort of forced into it, do I need to see The Undertaker? Not really, but... It's fine. I'm, I'm not against this. LA night for me, though. Stole the the, uh, the segment, big time. I'm still invested in this pitch black match. Probably because I don't know what it actually is, but... They've got me. We then get a bit more... Uh, Poker bollocks, I think DDP, um, Medusa were in this bit. I'm not going to talk about those backstages because it was, like I said earlier, just the usuals. We were then set for the steel cage match between Bailey and Becky Lynch. But this didn't actually happen. Um, Damage control attack Becky Lynch during her entrance they beat the crap out of her really beat her up inside the cage as well as lock the cage um, Adam Pearce runs out tries to get in the cage uh, damage control celebrate on the top of the cage now when this originally happened I was really pissed off because I don't think you know we all had a go at Tony Khan for sort of hinting that Sasha Banks, Sasha Monet was going to turn up on AEW and then didn't deliver. It's kind of like that here. But then later I found out that it was cut uh, because of the opening segment running long. It's a shame. Uh, I would have liked to see the match. I think they would have done a good job. They can still have the match at some point. I think the thing now that pisses me off a little bit is the fact of what the next segment was. Surely that could have been cut a little bit to allow for some sort of match going on here, but, you know, whatever. And up next was DX, who had Kurt Angle with them. Somehow didn't realise he was there, apparently, when they get in the ring. He just wants to be in DX, um, imperium Interrupt I'm not going to talk about what DX said by the way Imperium imperium Interrupt they break DX for making a mockery of this great sport and they're going to kick them out of their ring unless one of them wants to stop them they all get in his face and then say no I'm not doing it uh, Seth Rollins comes out Uh, Followed by Street Profits. Teddy Long then comes out to make this a six-man tag team match. And Kurt Angle is going to be the referee. (coughs) Uh, Not a lot to say on it. Other than I cannot be the only one that wanted Gunther to chop the shit out of Road Dog as hard as he could. Um, Again, he was so cringy in this. The rest of it was fine. I like X-Back a lot. I hope he's in the rumble. Um... Triple H, yeah, fine. Shawn Michaels, fine. Road Dog can piss off. Uh, Seth Rollins and Street Profits then took on Imperium in this six man. Uh, Rollins takes out Vinci with kicks and a clothesline. Montez Ford came in, drop kicked Vinci. Vinci, though, levels in with a clothesline. Uh, Ludwig Kaiser comes in, takes control. It then comes to Rollins and Gunther having a bit of a face-to-face. Rollins uh, gets chopped out of the air after trying to springboard something by Gunther. Uh, after a break, Ford gets the hot tag, chops the hell out of Vinci. Uh, the Prophets both have ankle locks on, on both Imperium members. Um, Gunther, though, comes in, breaks it up. He argues with Kurt Angle. Rollins comes in high knee. Uh, profits both do mad dives to the outside. <clears throat> Later, Rollins hits an angle slam. We get a superplex into a doomsday blockbuster on Kaiser, which is kind of cool. Seth hits a pedigree on Gunther. Finchy gets a sky high by Dawkins and a frog splash from Ford. And that was the end of the match. This was good fun. Um, Kind of felt like a bit of a house show match. It was fine. Really good work in there. Just didn't really have a lot of substance, I don't think. Also, Jerry the King Lawler was on commentary for this. Back in... When I was a teenager and watching this... I love Jerry the King Lawler on commentary, but he's still doing the crappy jokes that may have been funny back then. He's still doing them now on commentary, and it's just not funny. Took away a lot from this match, in my opinion. But it was a way of getting him on the show, I suppose. Again, we have more poker bollocks, uh, this time with Money Inc. Bobby Lashley gets interviewed backstage about facing Austin Theory. Uh, MVP offered to help again, we all know where that's going, funnily enough not on this show though, <clears throat> Ric Flair then comes out, he comes out, he introduces his daughter Charlotte Flair, he talks about her his. no oh, sorry, she talks about her history on Raw and the names that she's faced, uh, Bianca Belair interrupts, she says she respects Charlotte but Raw is hers now. Um, Sonya Deville comes out. She shits on the both of them. She talks about running Raw for over a year. So where's her recognition? Charlotte sort of says to Bianca, why don't you deal with her? Uh, Disappears. It sets up the next match. But this, by the way, was utter crap. I don't know how many weeks Charlotte's been back for. I think three weeks, four weeks I've not seen one good segment with her yet it's got me really worried about Charlotte Flair I must admit and this feud with Sonia Deville is not helping at all but we did get that match Bianca Belair versus Sonia Deville uh, Bianca easily wrestles Sonia early on but Sonia uses Bianca's hair as does every opponent of Bianca She gets in control. Everything is all way too choreographed for me. There's a bit where um, Bianca's on the apron. You can physically see her telling Sonia to come closer so she can hop over the top of her. When we come back from a break, Bianca hits KOD and wins the match. I didn't think this was very good at all. I hate when you can see the strings, so to speak. And you could throughout this. Uh, And it just makes it look so fake. And I think Bianca has got that in her. You do see her do that quite a bit. I love Bianca Belair. I think she's great when she's on it. You know, matches with uh, Becky Lynch have been really good. But this was not good at all. Uh, She then, no cut a promo on Alexa Bliss, who, poof, appeared on screen sends her a warning ahead of a match at the Royal Rumble um, I don't know what to expect from that match either at the Rumble but we'll we'll see we had again the Cody Rhodes video uh, I think this may have been a little bit different it's great whether it was the same or not The Miz is then in the ring Moaning about not having Miz TV or a title match after all his years of service. Kevin Owens comes from the crowd. He delivers a stunner, grabs a mic and he says, Roman is guilty of holding the Universal title hostage for two years. And at the Rumble, he'll do everything he can to give everyone a champion that they can be proud of. He then gives Miz another stunner for good measure and leaves Great, again, I think Kevin Owens is really over, he's in that position. Um, But I still don't think he'll beat Roman at the Rumble. If he does, that'll be a massive shock. I'm not against it, I don't think. I just don't think it's going to happen. But I'll be invested in it, 100%. More than I was in the main event of this show. And it was Austin Theory versus Bobby Lashley. In a no DQ match for the US title. Uh, Lashley beats down Theory straight away from the bell. Did for most of the match really. Throws him around ringside. Bounces head off turnbuckle as we go to a break. We come back and Theory rakes the eyes of Lashley. He delivers his running drop kick and a backbreaker for two. He grabs a chair and slams it on the back of Bobby Lashley. He sets the chair up in the corner. The fight again goes to the outside where Fury drops him on the apron. <clears throat> he pulls out a table but Fury uh, gets caught in the hurt lock back in the ring. Lashley throws him into the chair in the corner. Um... As he goes out to get him, Austin Fury uses a fire extinguisher to blind Lashley as we go to another break. We come back and Lashley gets low blowed but still manages to spinebuster Fury through a table. Uh, Brock Lesnar then shows up making his big return, gets in the ring, F5's Lashley. He then sees Fury laying there, hoids him up as well, F5 to him but lands him. On to Bobby Lashley. Referee counts the pin. So officially, Austin Theory wins the match and retains his title. Um, again, the the physicality was actually pretty good. Especially when Bobby threw Austin Theory into the steel chair in the corner. That was kind of cool. But it obviously um, wasn't given that much time. We kind of rushed through it a little bit. <clears throat> Certainly, the ending was rushed with Bobby uh, with Brock Lesnar returning. It was good. I just expected something a little bit better to end what was a reasonably good show. I thought no, it was a good show, especially after what decade or more of pretty average Monday Night rules. Ah, it's more than a decade, two decades maybe, but. I thought this was really good Um, I can understand why some people uh, some communities would have issues with people being on the show in terms of uh, Hogan and I understand that Um, I'm not from those communities but i as I said, I uh, I understand. I just don't want him on the show because I think he's not a nice guy, is he? But yeah, all in all, a pretty good Monday Night Raw. It's nice to sit here and not think, oh, what a waste of three hours this time. Certainly flew by. When you have the best story in professional wrestling, it certainly makes it a lot easier to watch. But that is your Monday Night Raw review. And as always, you can tell us what you thought of the show through our Facebook page. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at AdamChalk8 on there. I'll be back tomorrow with the NXT review. So until then, I've been Adam Chalk. Thank you for listening and I will see you next time.